I went to a marvelous party. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. No, there's actually a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, we're going no, to no. take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two snaps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And if you're listening, we'd just like to say happy gay pride. Also, if there are any locksmiths out there, please come to the big warehouse on the Eric, corner. stop. Don't spoil the ending. Spoil the ending? Are you crazy? How are we going to get out of here if we don't tell people where we are? If you're a regular listener to our show, you know that this week we decided to allow a documentary crew to record our every move as we prepared to launch a float in the L.A. Pride Parade in West Hollywood, a parade that rolled just this morning. Or we think it rolled this morning. We're not really sure, considering we spent the whole day locked inside Now who's spoiling the ending? The filmmakers would like to ask their subjects to do this part over. The audio on this side of the door isn't the best. You know what? Fuck you, documentary lady. Documentary lady? You turned over our entire lives to this woman for a week, and you don't even know what her name is? She's just a voiceover. She doesn't have a name. Whatever. Just roll what you've got, documentary lady, so we can air this special and get out of here. No, you're doing the whole 24 hours earlier thing. I hate it when shows do that. Shut up and see if there's any water in here. Happy Pride! Gay pride, what does it mean? What does it stand for in an age of advancing civil rights for gay people worldwide? Nowhere are these questions more at the forefront of the cultural conversation than in West Hollywood. This densely populated, relatively young city is the epicenter of gay life in Los Angeles County a place where formerly marginalized groups of people come to foster a community built on the principles of acceptance and inclusion. 
Get off my pashmina, you fucking bitch! Is that person over 130 pounds? Can you still be a person if you are? Each June, the Christopher Street West Association organizes a large parade and festival to celebrate the anniversary of the Stonewall Riots, considered a landmark event in the history of gay rights. While in general, gay pride celebrations are often the subject of great controversy. Who are these whores? This year, the city of West Hollywood is taking steps to reorganize their annual pride celebration, bringing it more in line with the interests of an expanding and diversifying LGBT community. They plan to refine the local telecast of the parade. Excuse me, Edie Windsor, can you get out of the shot? You're blocking the porn stars. They're also searching their souls regarding the tastefulness and sophistication of the parade's individual floats. And, and what's the theme of your float, sir? Well, some dynasties have ducks, and other dynasties have dicks. We're Dick Dynasty, let's hear those dick calls, boys! And that's why many in the West Hollywood community are shocked to learn that two of the city's most outspoken contrarians have been invited to host a float in this year's parade. At this time, West Hollywood City Hall has no official comment on the fact that Christopher Street West extended an invitation to the dinner party show to participate in the L.A. Pride Parade, except to remind people that one of the special correspondents for this show is Jordan Ampersand. And if you haven't heard of Jordan Ampersand, allow me to play for you this message he recently left for us on our complaint hotline. Hi, City Hall. This is Jordan Ampersand, and I'm just calling to tell you that it's time for the lesbians to get out. You're not cute, and you're always driving slow in your big trucks, like right now. I'm trying to drive home from the bar. I've had a lot to drink, and you're all driving really slow, and you're in my way, and you're looking at me because I'm naked, and you're like, why is he naked? And I'm like, this is the police department! Come out now! But as always, Christopher and Eric are undeterred by any public outcry. Fuck you, public outcry. Those familiar with the dinner party show know the two writers are anything but strangers to controversy as you can hear from these clips of some of the more provocative moments from their show. Run! Christopher and Eric are both deeply invested in the future of the city they call home. I ought to keep the sparrows off my balcony. If you take a selfie with a Polaroid, it takes off five pounds. A week before parade time, we sit down with Christopher and Eric at the Standard Hotel on the Sunset Strip to discuss their plans for the parade. I think what we're shooting for this year is... 
we relocate our interview with Christopher and Eric to the Mondrian Hotel on the Sunset Strip to discuss their plans for the parade. I think what we're shooting for this year is... Eric makes several dozen phone calls to the West Hollywood Sheriff's Department. Sir, what you're suggesting is actually called an act of domestic terrorism. Oh, yeah? And what do we call loud, deafening music at all hours of the night? Patriotism? But for the third time, we are forced to relocate our interview, this time to what West Hollywood code enforcement officials assure us will be the least trafficked and most quiet part of the entire city, the local bookstore. It's not that there's anything wrong with gay pride in general. There's something wrong with gay pride in general. And it's not that there's something wrong with the gay pride parade in West Hollywood. It's just... There's something wrong with the gay pride parade in West Hollywood. As usual, the good friends play a steady counterpoint to one another, resulting in a scintillating exchange of ideas that challenges the long-held assumptions of anyone with an earshot, a group that swells in number with each passing comment. Stop interrupting me! Stop droning on just so you can dominate the interview. But after several hours, the spirited exchange and false threats of withdrawn friendship finally settle on some compelling ideas that seem central to Christopher and Eric's contribution to this year's parade. We want our float to celebrate the diversity of what it means to be gay, because there isn't just one way to be gay anymore. If you want to dance around in nothing but your underwear and go to the bathhouse every week, and that's fine. Be my guest. You're included in our parade. But if you just want to be with one man or one woman your entire life and raise a family, buy a house in the suburbs, that's fine too. The, the point is, any way we decide to be gay is okay. And no one group should be telling another group that they aren't gay enough or that they're not the right kind of gay or that they don't have gay pride. Uh, stupid people shouldn't be in the parade, though. What? I- I'm just saying, stupid gay people shouldn't be in the parade. We can include everyone, but not stupid gay people. You routinely sleep with some of the stupidest gay people I've ever met. It keeps me humble. You're humble? After several hours of this intimate detour into the personal lives and dating history of the two best-selling authors and internet radio hosts, we are finally able to ascertain some details about the float itself. Uh, It's going to be a pantheon of some of the most important figures from the history of gay culture and the more modern struggle for gay rights, because the most valuable thing that ties us all together today is our shared history throughout the ages. And not how good we look in a Speedo. Because some of us don't look good in Speedos. Because some of us shouldn't have to, because some of us have other things to contribute to the community, like works of art and scientific breakthroughs. In other words, our float is going to be go-go boy-free, capiche? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some before and after our float and in various spots along the parade. But not if they're stupid, right? I mean, isn't that how you wanted to change the parade? No go-go boys unless they had, you know, like advanced degrees or something? Who wouldn't like a go-go boy with an advanced degree? You are impossible. Instead of go-go boys, our float, which is what we're actually talking about right now, Eric, will have plaster of Paris statues of such figures as Leonardo da Vinci, Michelangelo, Edie Windsor, the plaintiff from the Supreme Court case on DOMA. And Oscar Wilde. Don't forget Oscar Wilde. We didn't, Eric. Or Leonardo da Vinci. Did you say Leonardo da Vinci? Because after the Stars Network decided to straight wash him for that stupid show Da Vinci's Demon. We know, we know. You're still so mad about that show. By the time the float's done, it's going to have a statue of Leonardo Da Vinci 
Archie giving RuPaul a rim job. Fine by me. And as for the float's architects themselves, what role will they play come parade day? We're actually going to be sitting in the middle of the float at a table talking to each other with our backs to the crowd because that's what pride means to us. Yeah, we're busy. And we have a lot to say. But only to each other. Mm-hmm. But while the float's conception plaster of Paris statues representing great gay historical figures, could reasonably be described as mature and adult, its execution has been left to the only special correspondent for the dinner party show who can rightfully claim to have his finger on the pulse of today's gay youth culture. Wait a minute, what? Are you crazy? Why do I have to go to Paris to get plaster? Don't they have any in the valley? You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, but don't fill up. There's plenty more to come. It's clear just the mention of Jordan Ampersand, the show's critic at large, is enough to cause great strife between the dinner party show's co-hosts, Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Eric's discovery that Jordan is in charge of building their float for this year's L.A. Pride Parade puts him in such a state of emotion he walks off during our interview, leaving us with the burning question, who is Jordan Ampersand? In our search for answers, we comb through the archives of the Dinner Party Show and come across this revealing interview from the show's coverage of the 2013 Pride Parade. What's up, hooker faces? I'm Jordan Ampersand, critic at large for the Dinner Party Show, bringing you the first of many Men on Their Feet interviews from Gay Pride 2013. My best friend Fitzpatrick was supposed to join me today, but he got sober and he won't stop crying, so I told him to stay home or else I was going to shove a sock full of ecstasy down his throat. So anyway, I'm standing here in front of a metal barricade with some unattractive people who have really big signs and a lot of B.O. And not like hot leather daddy B.O., more like standing in line too long at Baja Fresh after chasing the kids through the parking lot B.O. Anyway, let's see what these smelly people are all about. Hi, who are you and why are you yelling into a megaphone? The blood of the lamb shall water the feet of the boy lovers who burn in the fires of Sodom, saith Ephesians 36.12. And your mother. Is this like a rap thing? I don't get it. We are here to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to the Sodomites who are damned in the eyes of a just Lord. Uh, all right. Well, then I'm here to tell you that gospel is like for big, fabulous black women, and Jesus was a skinny white guy, so I'm sorry, but I don't see a lot of crossover there. Jordan, this is Eric at the parade desk. You are interviewing the protesters. I repeat, you are interviewing the protesters. What are they protesting? Indoor plumbing? Hey, be nice. We're wearing black so that the hate speech on our t-shirts can be clearly seen by all of you. It's not my fault you're not dressed appropriately. The only thing you've got on is a Speedo. My point exactly. It's hot and we've been standing outside all day, all right? Well, then go the fuck home. There's no Walmart here. 
Now you're just being an elitist. You're being an asshole. You're walking around a gay neighborhood with a giant sign that has two stick figures fucking on it. Those are sodomites demonstrating their downfall in the face of... Whatever. They look like children. You're weird. Go home. We're here to save you. Fine, then. Two questions, Jesus freak. One, if the Bible is so awesome, how come there's no movie based on it coming out this summer? Because the Jewish mafia runs Hollywood. Hello. If there was a Jewish mafia, then Cantor's Deli would serve good pasta. Okay, question two. If God hates me, then why am I so hot? You are kind of hot, so smooth, so glistening. Kind of like Tom Daly right after he comes out of the pool. Thank you. You, unfortunately, look like something out of the Lord of the Rings after it was chased through TJ Maxx. So put it side by side in your head and ask yourself, who would Jesus do? I think I need to go lie down. I think I need to leave because this is getting weird. Anyway, back to you at the parade desk, Chris and Eric. For my next interview, I'm going to try to find someone who better represents our community, like a porn star or this guy I met last night who makes these cute little sweaters that are just for your balls. See you in a few, bitches. Will Jordan's bravery in the face of bigotry carry over to the construction of the show's first ever gay pride float? What are the chances Jordan will demonstrate the same tenacity in executing Christopher and Eric's unconventional vision? As Pride Day nears, we are faced with more questions than answers. Well, hello there. Remember me? No? I won't remember me either until I finish this martini. I was a big deal back in the day. Handsome, dashing, the product of a studio star system that frankly doesn't groom real talent the way it used to. I played leading men, and occasionally I provided a bit of comic relief. And of course I was always photographed leaving the brown derby with some pretty little starlet I couldn't have cared less about. Why? Because the whole time my name was up in lights at your local movie palace, I was sucking more dick than a pair of BVDs. Now, the only place you can find me is at a West Hollywood sidewalk cafe. So, if you're wondering where to spend your gaycation this summer, remember, there's only one city on Earth where, during a walk to the grocery store to get some more lube, you can spot all the men who played the cowboys and dashing princes you loved as a child. And that city is West Hollywood. We may be washed up, but we've all washed up in the same sunny place. And we're still here, so who cares how we held up, you nasty little queen? See you this summer. This message has been brought to you by the Dinner Party Show's West Hollywood Board of Tourism. Come early and stay late, but get vaccinated for meningitis first, because we're all out. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where the soup is hot, but the heads are hotter. It's midnight before parade day. With only hours left before the L.A. Pride Parade start time, we decide to visit the San Fernando Valley Warehouse where the parade float designed by dinner party show hosts Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn is said to be under frantic construction. 
West Hollywood has been rocked by news that best-selling authors and noted contrarians Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn have been asked to host a float in the parade. To assist them in the task of creating a pantheon of gay, historical figures, the show has turned to their most audacious and contemporary special correspondent, their critic at large. I guess I'd be into nipple play if a dog was doing it, but isn't that kind of illegal? In a world where pop culture criticism is often derided for being verbose and self-indulgent, Jordan Ampersand has been lauded for his fresh, no-holds-barred approach to various forms of new media. I tweeted a dick pic to Lady Gaga and she totally favorited it, but that was before she was over. You don't think she's over because she favorited my dick pic, do you? Wouldn't that make me important? With just hours until parade time, we are surprised to find Jordan Ampersand fixated on ruminations such as these and not dedicated to the construction of the float itself, of which there appears to be absolutely no evidence in this vast warehouse. Hold on, let me turn this off. I just had it on because some guy who looked like Eric drove by a few times earlier. There, so much better. Listening to people doing work actually makes me feel like I'm doing work and it makes me tired. That's why I can never watch TV shows about people who have jobs. It's clear Jordan Ampersand is following a different agenda than the one handed to him by his employers at the dinner party show. And it will take some effort to find out exactly what that agenda is. Building their shitty flow? Fuck them! They're gonna screw up gay pride like they always screw up everything by making it bitter and old! They don't want pride to be about anything fun like alcohol or crystal meth or blacking out. They just want it to be about stuff that's actually good for the whole community, and that's what old people care about! And if being gay is only about getting older, then nobody's gonna wanna turn gay when they're in college. And how is that good for gay pride? Seriously! Since it's clear building the dinner party show's gay pride float has not been his priority these past few days, we ask Ampersand how he has been spending his time in this vast warehouse. Um, some friends and I played Capture the Flag, Rollerblading, which is still cool, so shut up, um, one and a half orgies, and then my friend Black Lawrence, and yes, he's black, and he told me to call him that so it's not racist and shut up. Anyway, Black Lawrence brought a digital projector and we watched a movie on the wall, which was cool. But, oh, but it was porn and we watched it at the orgy, so does that only count as one thing? And the alleged five-figure sum Christopher and Eric budgeted for float construction? Are you guys like a documentary documentary or just like one of those shows on MTV no one watches because it doesn't have hot werewolves? With such an apparent and dramatic contrast in vision between Ampersand and the show he claims to work for and not against... We sat down with Christopher and Eric to learn more about the relationship between this fearsomely independent young individual and his demanding employers. Ask Christopher. He fucked him. I first met Jordan at a reading at Book Soup, actually. I think it was for some pop culture blogger's book. Anyway, he was there, and we struck up a conversation in the back of the store, and I asked him out for coffee after. He saw my picture on Facebook from Halloween when I was dressed as a glitter condom, and he liked it, and friend request. 
requested me and said I could spill glitter on him anytime. And I was like, well, I hear his mom's rich, so. You know, while I thought he had an interesting sense of humor, to be sure, I, it was clear that the the age difference between us was just going to really rule out anything that was, you know, serious. He asked me to call him daddy, which I thought was weird because he's more like big brother age, but whatever. He took me out to a nice dinner at California Pizza Kitchen, and also he showed me how to turn on my phone, which was really cool because it had it for like three months, and I didn't know why it was so quiet. He also asked me for some guidance with his writing, and I I just feel like after all the breaks I've been given in my career, I really should help wherever I can. I have a blog called Hot Guys with Cute Dogs, and it was only pictures, and he showed me how to put captions, like Channing Tatum seen here with dog. Then when we were done, he put Nutella all over me, and we had sex some more. When asked if the romantic history between his co-host and special correspondent Jordan Ampersand has ever created problems for the dinner party show, Eric Shawquin's response is curt, but to the point. Do bears shit in the Castro? It is apparent that once again, Jordan Ampersand and the dinner party show are on a kind of collision course. And while we are inclined to intervene and prevent calamity, our duty as filmmakers demands that we stay removed from the situation so that destiny may take its course and we may chronicle its fallout. Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where dessert is the most important meal of the day. Summer's here. Time to take time for yourself. Have you made your vacation plans yet? The economy is improving and enough already with the staycations. How about a trip to the gayest place on earth? I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And on behalf of the beleaguered residents of West Hollywood and the Dinner Party Show's Board of Tourism, we'd like to welcome you to West Hollywood. Where rock and roll and the Sunset Strip keep Boys Town and a whole new kind of drag strip. Bitch, please! That's right, you don't have to be gay to find a good time in West Hollywood. But it helps. Though West Hollywood is home to legendary Boys Town and often called the Creative City, it's really Los Angeles's Party Central. And not just at Gay Pride, more than half of all celebrity paparazzi shots and videos from Los Angeles are taken right here in WeHo. Looking beautiful, Kim. So party like a rock star. Or more likely a reality TV celebrity slot. In West Hollywood, the tour buses never stop circling. This and whether it's David Schwimmer, remember him, picking up takeout from his favorite Mexican place, Winona Ryder doing her grocery shoplifting, or Lindsay Lohan showing off her fire crotch, there's always something to see in West Hollywood. Even if you'd rather not. And while it's true that you can't sling a dead cat without hitting a gay bar here in West Hollywood, it's a dead cat! There's plenty to eat here, no matter what your appetite. 
Most of the top 10 restaurants listed in Vanity Fair's last Oscar special issue are right here in West Hollywood. Along with Vanity Fair's, Elton John's, and most of the big Oscar parties. The Oscar goes West Hollywood is home to legendary rock and roll venues like the Whiskey, the Troubadour, and the Viper Room. And speaking of dead celebrities, no trip to West Hollywood would be complete without at least a photo safari to the Chateau Marmont. Or see the balcony where the Millie Vanilli guy threatened to jump at the Mondrian. Or the garage where Salminio parked his last car. So, whether you're looking to meet your future ex-husband... Hey, hookers! ...stalk Cher on her next trip to the dentist... Okay, you guys, it's me, Cher. Follow this, you bitches. ...party like a rock star... <laughs> ...or a Hollywood D-list celebrity... Leave Brittany alone! West Hollywood is the vacation destination for you. No one affiliated with the city of West Hollywood or any official business or tourism organization for the city had anything to do with the preparation of the content of this ad. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where dessert is the most important meal of the day. Am I nervous about the parade? Uh, I don't know. Maybe a little. I, I don't really like crowds, but I guess I'll be pretty far removed from them when I'm up on the float. I, I think I'm more nervous that we didn't even come over here once to check on the status of the float before parade day. Well, we didn't have a lot of time to build it. You mean Jordan? didn't have a lot of time to build it, which is sort of why I'm a little nervous about... Oh, is that it? Yeah, I'm pulling over. Are you sure this is it? The, the parking lot is totally empty. It's early. The sun's not even up. There, through that door. Let's go. Hello? Jordan! It's dark. Wait, here. No, this can't be it. There's nothing in here. What the hell? Happy Pride, bitches! Jordan, open the door! It is painful. Seeing Jordan's strange plot come to fruition, listening to two courageous individuals realize their dreams of making a unique contribution to a stale, vacuous celebration have just been shattered. They won't be shattered if you'd let us out of here, lady. Yes, they would be because there's no float. Equally painful is the realization we have no choice but to follow Jordan Ampersand to find out if this truly is the last move in his attempt to sabotage his employer's hopes for gay pride 2014. No, you don't. You don't have to follow him. Get us out of here. And yet, we do. We do have to follow what him. What you have to do is get us a locksmith so we can get out of here. It is not always easy. The role of the documentarian, one must always observe, but never intervene. You knew? You knew he was going to lock us in here? The documentarian must always suspect, but never predict. Asshole! And so, with the hosts of the dinner party show trapped inside of a San Fernando Valley warehouse, their dreams of a substantive and compelling gay pride float dashed, we race into West Hollywood in search of Jordan Ampersand, provocateur and saboteur. So basically, with the $15,000 Christopher and Eric gave me to build their float, I rented this canary yellow Ferrari convertible. 
I also rented its driver, Eastern European porn sensation Jack Jack Moninov. And I'm going to dance right up here on this little platform and back after all of these rainbow-colored balloon animals are placed on my sensitive areas. No Oscar Wilde. No Leonardo da Vinci. No Edie Windsor. With just the cashing of a single check, the dinner party show's planned pantheon of important figures from gay history has been replaced by an ostentatious sports car, an Eastern European porn star suspected of stabbing his last sugar daddy 36 times, and a former reality television show star whose last name is a symbol people don't even use in regular sentences. Um, Jack-Jack Moninoff, one Bowie knife maybe, but why do you have one on each ankle? Not gay, just need money. Everyone be cool. We ask Jordan if he has any regrets about his recent activities. Um, have you listened to the show? This is like the least I've ever done. And besides, I put the show's logo on the driver's side door of the Ferrari and all those bitches care about is marketing anyway. They'll be fine if they don't die of thirst. And thus comes a moment when the documentarian's solemn responsibility becomes too much for us to bear. Are those strippers? Wait, those are cops. They're not in the parade. Why are they coming over here? Not gay, just need money. Everyone be cool. Perhaps a different set of filmmakers would have kept their heads and would have kept quiet as a result. But unfortunately, we are not those filmmakers, which is why we called the police. told them Jordan intended to detonate a carload of C4 in the middle of the Gay Pride Parade. And so, having indulged one lapse in our responsibilities as filmmakers, we return to the San Fernando Valley to indulge another, or two others, if you will. thing I was looking forward to least about having a float in the Pride Parade was actually having to go to the parade. Looks like we dodged that bullet, didn't we? Yeah, and swallowed another one. Oh, don't beat yourself up. Soon you'll have another chance to give Jordan another chance to destroy our show. I'm sure. It might take a while, though. I hear he's off to Guantanamo. Well, lucky him that he has no idea what or where that is. And so it ends. The noble efforts of... That's enough out of you. Yeah, seriously, we were in there for eight hours. And so the filmmakers remind their subjects that the filmmakers are in fact the reason Jordan Ampersand was just blindfolded and placed inside of a Homeland Security helicopter. We've done worse to the little shit, and he always bounces back just like a cockroach. Yeah, a cockroach with a spray tan. Still, the filmmakers point out that all of West Hollywood currently believes Jordan Ampersand wanted to kill them, and that doesn't bode well for his social prospects in the future, given how reliant he is upon the sexual attention of Go-Go Boys and other former reality television stars. All right, documentary lady, we'll give you that. But that's the last one. The filmmakers thank Christopher Rice and Eric Schultz. Enough! 
Well, that does it for our 2014 Pride special. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And join us next Sunday at the usual time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, for an all-new special. We're calling it Since You Didn't Ask. It's a chance for Eric and I to weigh in with our completely unqualified solutions to the world's most pressing problems. Until then, I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you've been listening to The Dinner Party Show. In their rented van, the filmmakers argue about whether or not to pull over at Starbucks now or wait until they are back over the hill. The discussion gets heated as some... Shut up! I've been to a marvelous party.